Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, aka Red Sox Dugout, alongside Joey Nagel here on the trade deadline. We are T minus 19 minutes from the 6 p.m. trade deadline here, and the Red Sox have yet to make a single move. Uh, Joey, how are you feeling right now? Reese McGuire, breaking news. Reese McGuire is on his way active back tonight. To he, join the team. he is your trade He's deadline there. acquisition. The season is saved. We got big Reese out there. In all seriousness, though, this is ridiculous. Um, we're probably going to spend the entire po- like we we didn't do a pod last week, which was a great week for the Red Sox. Fantastic week. We were on top of the world, feeling great. And <laughs> sorry, I, I we have MLB There's Network a lot going on. on. There's yeah, a lot going on here. Jason's blind. I have to read things oh, to yeah, him I right now. I can't see anything. I was just the eye doctors. It's okay. We're powering through. Um, Heim Bloom's not powering through because he's not doing anything. I it's ridiculous and we're you know at 6:15 when Heim Bloom is set to address the media or yeah. tomorrow whenever Sam Kennedy speaks to the media we are going to get the same spiel that we get every single year because it, it actually goes to show you that how often and how frequent this team gets injured and just can't stay healthy because every single year the trade deadline has been oh our acquisitions are the players coming off the injured list it's Chris Sale every year this year again but it's every like, year our, hey, you know, if if we told you we traded for Chris Sale, Trevor Story, Garrett Whitlock, and Tanner Houck, you'd be feeling pretty good. I can hear Well, Heim guess Blue. what? They're on the roster. Yeah. They contributed to this team this year. Like, Except for whatever. Imagine you get those guys back and you have more guys around the them. The trade deadline is where team. you bolster your roster and you patch the holes that have... I mean, the holes are gaping right now because, yeah. especially in the bullpen, I, we're not asking for much. We don't want the Red Sox to go full-on buy and go over the luxury tax. We're Me not asking for that, no. No, we want them to get a couple supplementary pieces that keep them under the luxury tax while also improving this team because this team is honestly pretty good. Yeah, a lot of, lot of room to improve, which is what the deadline is for. We're not asking for these blue-chip guys. We're not asking to go trade for Justin Verlander or Dylan Cease. Like, we're not asking for that. We're asking for a fourth or a fifth starter and a couple— Fill the gaps. And a couple semi-leverage guys in the bullpen. Just guys who can get you outs because last night you lose the game to the Mariners 6-2 because your entire bullpen is gone. The only guy available is Joe Jakes. You had no one, one else to It's go a one-run game. You have a chance, but you send a guy like him out there. We've seen it all year with guys like Justin Garza who can't get out of the ninth. The... I, it doesn't make any sense. That's and the exact problem right there is the depth. You don't have the pitching depth to put other guys out there. But you look at this team. This is a team... That is two and a half game back of the wild card. Okay, we're the number one team right below there, out of the wild card. So the Blue Jays just lost Bobichet. Don't know how long that's going to be, but this is your opportunity. If you have a shot to go for it, go for it. You're the first spot back from the wild card. You're only two and a half games back from sliding into that third spot. You make it to the wild card. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Look how many wild card teams have made it all the way to the World Series and won. 2004 Red Sox. We've literally done it. It's this is a team that you should be building um, more around. Like this is a team where you have a top five, top three, maybe offense in the league. That's not just me saying that. Statistically, they're like third in the MLB in batting average. They're like fifth or sixth in runs. They're number one in doubles. You look at the pitching staff. Brian Bay is solid. James Paxson's a stud. Cutter Crawford's been outstanding. Nick Pavetta just gave you seven innings in ten Ks last night. Oh. 
Colton Wong. Thank God. Thank God we didn't trade for Colton Wong. He was DFA. Thank God. Oh, he was DFA. He is the yeah. he is the total Red Sox trade deadline move that I was expecting. I when I when I saw he was on Hug Watch, I was like, oh wow, a 170 hitter who's in his 30s can only play second base and can't run anymore. Perfect Red Sox, right? Heim Bloom Sky. I mean, I I've legitimately saying, think Tommy Pham is going to get traded in the next 15 minutes. I swear, and it I legitimately not be. think it that we're going to trade. We're going to trade Duvall and get him back because guess, that's how yes, backwards that's this true. is. We're going to be all over the place right now. We got 14 chaotic, minutes to the deadline. Chaotic. But again, I just want to spitballing right now. Adam Ottavino, there no. he's getting traded. I don't like acquiring guys we've had before. Like, move on. But, but, Find but some th new faces. Th this is honestly a guy that you could use right okay, now. Okay, get Erod too then. <laughs> he doesn't want to come back. No. Um, but what I was saying though is this is a team that you should be supplementing with other good players. They are not a yeah. They're in fourth place, but it doesn't matter. It's the best division in baseball. You look at their record. They are a top twelve team in Major League Baseball in the whole league. They were top ten before they had this best this record tough in the in best record since June thirtieth. Best still. record since June thirtieth. This is even with these losses, you're still the best record since June thirtieth. This is a good team. You have Tristan Casas and Jaron Duran leading the league in OPS since in the past month. In the past month, you have Justin Turner leading in RBIs. Raphael Devers is heated up. This is a team that you should be building around. You have one of the best closers in the game, Kenley Jansen. And you have Trevor Story and Chris Sale coming back. Those are huge for your team. It's not – you shouldn't look at that like they're probably going to. and be like, well, no other team's going to acquire Trevor Store and Chris Sale like we are. You're not acquiring them. They're part of the team that you thought you were going to have anyways. That's part of what this team was coming into the season. So you can't count as them as your acquisitions because you're not acquiring them. You're getting them back healthy. Acquisitions would help supplement those guys. Okay, Trevor Story is going to be great in, in shortstop, shoring up the defensive uh, infield there. But then you still have a gap at second base. Go out and get a second baseman. Look at the pitching. Chris Sale's going to come back. You don't know what he's going to give you. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. All right. 2021, all right? You were sitting almost 20 games over 500. And who did they acquire? Kyle Schwarber, who was hurt at the time. Ended up working out yeah. great. Well, but you know why have. they got Kyle Wait. Schwarber? Because he was a discount. That's true. He was a discount. But that was a team, again, almost 20 games over 500. And had a, they made it to the playoffs, almost made it to the World Series. If there you was an upgrade in the clubhouse that year, too. They didn't do true. enough. If you acquired more, who knows what could have happened that year. We could have been looking at a World Series victory, at least a World Series appearance. And the other guys, they got Austin Davis. That's nothing. Hansel Robles ended up being useful that season, but that's still not that much. So if that's what they did when they were nearly 20 games over 500, I don't know what we're looking at right now. Can the Dodgers I feel better about this team. This team's more talented than that team was. This I team think. can be fun to watch. And honestly, I feel like we've moved past the roller coaster times where it's like high highs and low lows. Like they've been they've been relatively good. But you can see, you can point to one reason why the Red Sox are losing games right now, and I it's the pitching depth. Look, pitching. Depth. It's a West Coast trip. Like you can't. This is their third time on the West Coast in the past, I think, twelve weeks, which is it's it's not fair. Like you're bound to lose some games out there. Um, this just came in. Dodge. Can the Dodgers just f off, please? Dodgers talking to Red Sox about Paxton. Like, come on! Stop, stop stealing all our guys. If we change James Paxton to the Dodgers, I'm gonna have, a, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like the Orioles just got Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals. Really? So, okay, look at this division. You're not gonna win the division as the Red Sox. We know that. That's clear. But 
you are competing with the division for the wild card spot, Tampa Bay and, and Toronto especially. Because if the Baltimore goes on to win it, with they just got Jack Flurry now that, a great starter. That that should that puts them, yeah. I think, in the driver's seat for their division. Now you look at the Rays; they just got Savali, a guy that I wanted the Red Sox to get. He's been one of the best pitchers, starting pitchers in the game this year. So they shirt up their pitching there. The Blue Jays got Jordan Hicks, a hard throwing reliever. They got Paul DeYoung, who the Red Sox could have used. Um, for the infield there. So the teams that you're competing with have gotten better. Astros, another team you're competing with in the division in the wild card, they just got Justin Verlander. So every team that you're facing in the wild card race got better. And the Red Sox have done nothing. If you if if you're if you're not getting better, you're, you're going to getting subtract worse. Subtract James Paxton and add Colton Wong. You are out of your mind. Like you're gonna need to bring back the sensor, J- Jason. <laughs> I apologize, but my goodness, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. This is egregiously terrible, and it's every single year. Like we it haven't is. Had- every year. It's the same thing with Haim. It's a repeat every year where you hear nothing. There's no rumors. They keep it. They keep it tight knit. Whatever. But that's also because they're not doing anything. The Red Sox have not been in a single rumor today until this Dodgers James Paxton thing a minute ago. But that's like, eight, we're eight minutes at, away at, from the deadline now. You've had all day, point, all like, week. <clears throat> at this point, like. What are you doing? Like, are they just panicking why, at this point? Why? We said, like, a James, if you were to trade James Paxson, you got to bring in, like, you major league ready guys. This is a pitching staff that's been already been what, hurting what, badly for starting pitching. You have three starters. You have Bayo, Paxson, and Crotter right now. Like, I you can trade see it Paxton, already. Then what are you going to do? They pick up guys who are DFA'd. Like, why? They, they What's pick the up, point? They pick, cause what they is lo- the goal No, because they love doing it. Uh, they love poaching other people's trash, like possibly Colton Wong or this Mauricio Yovera guy who's garbage as well. We love to poach these these just these 4A players. We love it's the 4A problem players. with Heim Bloom. He's still playing like he's in Tampa. However, Tampa's actually acquiring guys. They got Savali. I I don't know. I wish I could ask Heim Bloom, when are you trying to win? When is the time to win? Right now you're set yourself you up the where same you can make it into the wild answer card. that you get all the time. Oh, these are a trade deadline. No, answers. no, this is a team. You have the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. You beat them three out of four times you played them. You haven't lost to the Blue Jays. You've played really good against good teams, the teams that you're going to play in the playoffs. Again, they have a top, a top five three. record in the league against teams above 500. Exactly. There's, there are not many teams better. I think it's the Orioles and the Braves who are the two best teams in baseball. This is also the Red Sox, like I said, top five offense, top 12 in record. They are a good team. Masa Yoshida, Rafael Devers, Jaron Duran, Tristan Casas, Justin Turner, all of these guys have been playing out of their minds, and you've set yourself up. This is the time to buy. This is the time to go for it. It's not like we are 10 games back of the wild card. No, two and a half. We're the first spot back from the wild card. You get guys to fill the holes of this team. You get Trevor Story back and Chris Sale back on top of that. This is a team that can make a legitimate playoff push, and they're just choosing to not go for it. We're Why? not asking for much. Like, if you I, have a shot to go for it, go for it. I've this said is baseball. It a Anything times. can happen. You can win. That's the whole point of baseball is trying to win. I, they should be trying to win games and win a World Series. Alex Cora is trying to do that. Heim Bloom, it seems like, is not trying to do that. I don't know what his vision is. There's what such they're a trying disconnect. To do. There is a disconnect, and it is wrecking Alex this Cora franchise. Saying this is a team worth investing in. Devers, two days ago, begging the front office. He's saying, and Turner. we're playing good ball right now. We just need help pitching. Yeah. like, And I'm all aboard that too. 
like, the Red Sox don't need any position players because they have some just coming back. Just get pitching. Just you, please get pitching. And it's not. We're not asking for like four or five pitchers. We're asking for one. A bullpen arm and a starter, or two bullpen arms. We're asking for, like, two pitchers, and they... Like you said, we're not asking for Justin Verlander. We're not asking to trade Marcelo Meyer. We are asking for just some guys to fill some holes. A 3-4 starter, a, a mediocre reliever. It doesn't even have to be a A, a guy who can get closer. three outs before giving up Because we have that, right? We have, we have Kenley Jansen for the ninth. We have Chris Martin for the eighth. They are elite. You need a seventh-inning guy, realistically, Schreiber. or even a sixth-inning guy. Schreiber, need look, when, someone who's not actually, Joe Jake's Winkowski, out there. Winkowski is a guy who really carried you the first couple months of the season as that multi-inning kind of almost Whitlock guy, but he's come down down to earth, and you need someone to kind of fill that gap. Like I like Josh Winkowski, but I'm kind of tired of seeing him in the eighth. I feel like those duty, those eighth inning duties, I'm comfortable. Chris Martin, or if he's down, John Schreiber. Well, just but having you need, another you need that like arm. seventh inning guy in between a Josh Winkowski and a John Schreiber slash Chris Martin to take the pressure off. Exactly. Another competent arm and it takes you the more flexibility off. when you. When, for example, last night when you're down one run, obviously you don't want to use all your high leverage arms. You're lucky that Nick Pavetta gave you just about eight innings. Lucky, yes, yeah. But you need like that that guy that you can turn to on any given night who you are confident in getting three outs. Yeah, it makes everyone in the bullpen better, too. Look. Also, um, a little unrelated, but, like, John Schreiber, can we can we stop getting him, like, can we stop throwing him as an opener right now? I know that we're getting him back, but I loved when he, he is such a good fireman. He like, is. when when we're in trouble in the seventh or eighth inning, that dude is the best. Yeah. I love him. Look, what are we right. doing? We're sitting three minutes away from the trade deadline right now. Heimblum's done nothing. We're trending towards doing nothing significant, maybe a small trade or something. But we'll, we'll if, get some, I think we're going to get something trickle in at like 6.05. I don't think it's going to be anything significant at this point, though. I don't. And look, if it is nothing oh, significant, the Yankees. if Heimblum does nothing in the next three minutes, he's let this team down. Alex Cora wants Again. them to buy. Alex Cora wants this team to win. Like you said, Rafael Devers. Had the quote. They just Boston don't Globe. listen. He said, "We would like them to reward us with a few good players coming in before the deadline." I think that's something we're looking forward to. Dever said that he's the face of your franchise. Justin Turner, a veteran leader of your team, said we're right in the hunt and not too far back in the wild card, thinking there might be a few additions that can really help us. These are the two faces of your franchise, the heart and soul of this team, and they're begging you to go out and help them. Get them some help. Get them some players to supplement everything that they have going on right now because they have good things going on. Alex Cora, the manager of your team, wants to win. He's managing these games like he wants to win and trying to outsmart the other team and make it to a playoff spot. This team wants to be a playoff team all throughout the roster. So when the front office doesn't recognize that and doesn't support them, how are they supposed to keep winning and keep playing good baseball when their GM was basically like, I don't believe in you. I don't think this team can make it anywhere in the playoffs. I'm not going to help them out with anything. And now imagine if they trade James Paxton too, or Adam Duvall, or maybe even they go out and trade Verdugo. That would totally wreck the clubhouse morale. And I, I again, I'm lost at what the direction of this team is. You have a shot to win this year. Yeah, you're not going to win the division. It's not 2018. But there's more wildcard teams. You're in position to get a wildcard spot if you keep playing well. And they're just like, whatever, not this year. Why when? not make this when? team fun? Why not? When? Go for it. If Again, I keep saying it. If you have a shot to go for it, go for it. 
Have some fun. One minute Reward to go. your players. Year after year, Heimblum, even last year, he didn't even sell correctly. It doesn't seem like he can do anything po- right on either side. It. We wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for last year when they <clears throat> did a total half measure on the deadline. They did the they executed buy and sell to the worst <laughs> I've ever seen. Worst you possible. trade your longest tenured player and lose the clubhouse. And but that move in itself sends the message, look, we're not competing this year, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um Important to note that this year's trade deadline, they're, I believe, two and a half games out of a playoff spot, right? The Yankees got Kenyon Middleton. Who cares? Um, random. And then last year, they were three games out of um, the wild card spot. So you're essentially in the same position as last year, but we all know we're feeling a lot better about this year's team. Um, but yeah, last year was a total half measure. You trade your longest tenured player. It looks like you're going to blow it up, right? And then you bring in these guys that bring you back over the luxury tax, and you don't get under it, and now you have the penalty that you have to reset this year. It's just a complete mess. They also, just for the record, talking about the luxury tax, they have $12 million to spend right now, and if they trade a guy like Adam Duvall, too, they can free up some more money. Is that, is that, so is that $12 million including like the prorated salaries? I have no idea. I just yeah. saw that we have $12 million okay. open. But... Look, I, even if you go over the luxury tax, who cares? Try to win. It's fun. You're in a spot where you can. Like, again, reward your players. Heimblum still has a chance here to All do right, something. All right, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. All right, now we wait. You, we, we know that, that deals He'll can trickle in. He'll be speaking to the median. Past the deadline. Yeah, he's scheduled to speak to the I'm media in about 15, 15 minutes. minutes. So you would think that if anything happens, it's going to happen in the next 15 minutes. So we almost have another deadline here. But as of right now, the deadline is passed. Or it is six All right, o'clock right and now. recapping the Red Sox moves. Oh, you forgot. Um. Oh yeah, I did. How could you forget? I don't know how the Red Sox front office can look at this team, look at this season, look at everything going on, and do nothing. At least pick a direction. I, I guess. Got, I got a. Um, it's just. I got a question for you, Jason. Yeah. Do you remember a time where the Red Sox literally did not make a single trade at the deadline? I feel like they've always done something, even something yeah, small. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I legitimately, I asked whether it's a I random reliever. Do not or, remember. I, I would just like to. I would like to also recognize the importance and the value of making these trades. Twenty eighteen, the Red Sox they weren't fully deadline moves, but the trades they made around deadline time. Steve Pierce. World Series MVP, Nathan Avaldi. Uh Ian Kinsler's useless, but Nathan Avaldi and Steve Pierce. I mean, if... And that's why they won the World Series. I, I honestly don't know if they would have won the World Series without those two guys. No, they... <sighs> 2021, Kyle Schwarber is a big reason why you got to where you got in the postseason. These deals are huge and can really push, propel a franchise towards a, a, a playoff run. And this is a team, a Red Sox team, that could use that. There's no better team, I think, that could use a, a little push by some, some gap fillers than the Red Sox. I, I would love to know how Bloom is kind of seen in the rest of the league because they always talk about how he's like a, um, a well-respected industry mind. At yeah. this point, is he? No, when you, is think, he? when you think of Bloom, everyone talks about the Glasnow trade, right? He wasn't the one who made the trade. Yeah. He happened to be in the room when it happened. He prob- he definitely had an input on it. Good job. But that's one trade that you played a part in. 
however many also, years ago it I'll was. I'll never forgive him for trading Hunter Renfro for Jackie Bradley Jr. and some prospects. Hunter Renfro is a dude. Lou Maroney just tweeted out, this is depressing, and it is. I'm not ready to call it yet. I'm going to give him... I'm going to give him five more minutes for something to trickle through. But right now, it's looking like the Red Sox did nothing. If they did nothing, I'm about to explode. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Let's look at Bloom's track record, okay, with the Red Sox. He comes in, trades Mookie Betts. All right. We all knew that was going to happen. wasn't really his fault. The return wasn't great. Jeter Downs was a bust. Connor Wong's performing great. That was good. But he wasn't really even considered to be a centerpiece of that trade. Alex Verdugo, you're at a spot right now where you need to decide whether you're going to let him go. Or resign him. And he said that the Red Sox have not approached him about extension talks right now. We know how they are with extensions and, and that history. I don't think they're gonna do it. They may not. If they don't if they don't do that, you trade a Mookie Betts for essentially Connor Wong. The um, fact that we've seen Verdugo's name so much the past couple the past really week or so in um in trade deadline rumors just it, it shows me that they don't believe in him. Even when they elevated him. Yeah. Um it it shows me that they don't believe he's worthy of the extension. I don't know. I I think I what they're gonna do is they're probably gonna dump him in the off season when he's in the last year of the deal. So he's a rental. You're obviously gonna lose out on um, some value. Continuing to look at Heim Bloom's track record, though, he's so he, 2020 awful team. Whatever COVID year 2021. They made it, like I said, close to the World Series, but he really didn't supplement them with much. Kyle Schwarber was great, but again, a big risk. 2022, awful. The complaint was always enough was not done. Right. Exactly. 2022, they should have sold. They were in in between. They did a buy-sell, and they ended up getting nothing. Tommy Pham, what? Like, that didn't really do much. Training Vasquez kind of hurt the clubhouse. And here you are, 2023, probably the Okay, maybe not the best spot you've been in the whole time because of 2021, but the second best, okay? You are able to make the playoffs. This is a, a playoff-capable team. Um, and if he actually did nothing today on the trade deadline, if the only move, the only trade he's done this month was trade Kike Hernandez away, what are we doing? How can he even justify that? Well, I know how he's going to. I know what he's going to say in, in like 10 minutes. He's going to be like, well, I don't know any other Spineless. team in the league that's getting a guy like Trevor Story and, and Chris Sale and Tanner Houck. That's and excuse making. At the dead. It's excuse making for not doing your job. That's what he's failed to do after all this is do his job. And it makes me demand that it's it, over for him. I want him out. Well, I don't want no, Heimbold leading this team anymore. It raises the question to me that does owner, is ownership okay with this? I, I don't know how they could be. I really don't know how they could be they, because Heimblum, I'm sure Heimblum has been telling them, Heimblum has been telling ownership the same thing every year. <coughs> I'm, I'm working towards it. I'm working towards a team of the future. And to these guys who want to return on their investment, that sounds great. Oh, yeah, dynasty in the future where we're winning the division every year. That sounds great. Make it so, Heim. But how long are they going to keep believing that? After what this team has failed to produce, the gaps that they have, and everything that's happened with them from a media standpoint, a press standpoint, John Henry getting booed heavily at Sox for a weekend, how much longer are they going to stand for this? How much longer are they going to let this happen to their franchise? And especially with the disconnect between uh, the dugout, like Alex Cora, and the front office, it really makes me think that Heim Bloom is not going to be here much longer. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe they're still all in on Heim's vision. But I would like to say that I think that Heim Bloom's not going to make it past 
the end of the season. I think by the end of the season, off season, whenever, well, I don't think he's going to stay with the Sox. I think, well, if you're going to do it, you should do this it now. This was his chance. No, no, no. I think, I think. You, you think you, they should like just fire him like in an hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, our, our deadline move, we have designated Bloom for assignment. That would be the best buy of all time. Like on, on honestly though, um, I keep refreshing, wanting something to pop up. Red Sox making a last minute move. Nope, nope. It's just the the theme every season is just disappointment. That's the word, disappointment. You watch this Red Sox team, uh, like us fans, like us. We watch the Red Sox team every single night. We go to the games. I'm a season ticket holder. I love going to Red Sox games and watching this team play. And this is a fun team for the most part. Jaron Duran is a spark plug. Tristan Casas is literally engulfed in flames. Justin Turner has been such a great signing and a veteran presence. He always gets RBIs. Raphael Devers is Raphael Devers. He's insane. Masataki Yoshida has come over from Japan when everyone was doubting him, and he's put together probably a rookie of the year type season. You have a fun team that's been fun to watch. They've done some fun things. They're a top five offense, and they're two and a half games from a, a wild card spot. As a diehard fan... Both of us, I think we can say that I want to watch this team make a run for the postseason. I want every game to matter. I want to be watching the rest of the season knowing that we are vying for a, a playoff spot. Okay? And right now, Bloom's like, I don't care. I'm not going to support this team. I don't believe in them. I, I'm not going to do anything to help this team. We're just going to hold, stay where you are. And if you're staying where you are at the trade deadline, you're really going backwards because you're not getting better. You're not doing anything. At least selling, you're getting prospects and getting better for the future. Right now, we did nothing. It's I useless. I want to make this known. Um, <clears throat> the Orioles did not give up a top 100 prospect for Jack Flaherty. We could have got Flaherty. We could have got Savali. There's nothing stopping us. There's really, we don't, you don't have to trade Meyer. You don't have to well, trade Nick. I mean, you don't have to trade any of our top five prospects realistically. Uh, Even if all you this do, tells I think you'll me be okay. Is that I, the the front office is basically like, well, we're not going to go in on it, but let's see how far we get. It's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Time and time it's again, disgusting. Really, I I don't know how Heimblum can justify this. How ownership can be sitting up there and be okay with this? Make this team watchable. That too. It does not take much to just get like a, a back-of-the-rotation starter and a decent reliever. It really does not take that much. Just a phone call. Hey, we'll give you Bobby Dahlbeck. You want to give us this, this sixth-inning reliever? Hey, we'll give you our, our number seven prospect. Can you give us this number three starter? It's not going to take the farm to get a gap filler. Like we said, you don't need Justin Verlander. You don't need Dylan Cease. You just need a competent arm. In the rotation and the bullpen. Maybe a, an offensive second baseman. Oh, thank God. Per Alex Spear, the Red Sox did not trade for Colton Wong. Oh, my God. It's really sad that the best news of the whole day is that we didn't trade for someone. Is that you didn't trade for the guy hitting 163. I don't, I don't understand it because, once again, it's just not picking a direction. Because, look, if you traded Duvall and Paxton and you, even though you're three games out and you kind of punted on this season... At least you picked a direction that you're building for 2024. This is the this has been now, a theme now with the you Red have Sox. expiring free agents. Yeah, like like this is the way you got to look at it. There's two directions. The, the, way, two the way that this the way that this season is going to play out is that you're probably not going to make the playoffs. If you do, whatever. I mean, 
shaping up to be a disappointing season once again with expiring free agents who contributed to this team. And at this point, it's it's really hard to see the vision, especially I've especially on the, the pitching staff for side for even next year. How can you look at this pitching staff where you have openers two out of the five spots and you're like, yeah, that's fine. Let's just they're leave treading, that. Look, they're treading water and hoping and praying that Whitlock or Houck comes back soon. Um, even if they come back, you're probably still going to have a hole in the rotation. Because look at what this rotation could be, okay? You have Bayo, Paxton, Sale, Cutter Crawford. You keep him in the rotation, sure, four. Fifth starter, Hauk or Whitlock. I think one of them should go to the bullpen because that would really sure up your bullpen. You don't need both of them. All right, Julian McWilliams confirms the only trade the Red Sox made was Kike Hernandez. That is ridiculous. Look, like you said, you have to pick a direction. This is like getting onto the highway and just taking a seat right in the middle. It does nothing for you. You got to go one way or the other. This is a team that I think should go to the buying side, but they did nothing. And that's just so useless. You need to pick a direction because like you were talking about, you have expiring free agents. You have James Paxton. You have Alex Verdugo. You have multiple guys, Adam Duvall. Why are they here? Why are they here if you're not going to build around them and go for this season or sell them and go for next season? Those are the two directions here. What is staying put going to do? Be like, all right, if we happen to win, cool, but we're not trying to. Why aren't you trying to win? You're two and a half games back of the wild card. I can talk myself in circles here, and at the end of the day, I'm not going to underst- understand why Heim Bloom did nothing. That is probably the worst move you could have possibly done at this deadline is just hold. You could buy, you could sell, but don't hold. And that's exactly what he did yet again. They were, they were talking Sorry, about doing a buy and a sell, like a combination of both. They just did none of them. They didn't buy or sell. They did nothing in between. They did nothing at all. All right, he's about to talk on Nesson. I'm going to put this on and see what this clown has to say. Uh, one of my one of my favorite Twitter follows, uh, Garrett Whitlock Fan Club. <laughs> um, he says this is what he predicts Heimblum will say in about five minutes. Quote, we looked into a bunch of moves, but nothing really worked out. We explored all options. We're happy with the reinforcements we're getting back in players like Trevor. Oh, I can hear that. Unquote. I can hear that already. My mind is racing right now, and the next... The next thought I have is, what is this team going to do tonight? Because... Lose. Yeah, I, I, probably I'm, ex- I'm expecting a very uninspired effort tonight, and rightfully so. I just keep coming back to what Turner and Devers said about how they really would like the, the front office to help them out with some players, reward them, as Devers said, and they just didn't do that. What are they playing for? The Boston Red Sox are acquiring infielder Louis... Luis Arias, really? <laughs> That's uh, more upsetting because I was about to post my Heim Bloom no trades graphic. It was going to look great. It was going to blow up. And now they did a, a stupid little trade. Now I can't do that. Thanks, Heim. Can we get some stats on Luis Urias? Working on it. Third base. Plays good defense. Um, Knowing what I know from him off the bat, real quick, you, it's a good player. Don't, don't look at his stats. I'm not okay? looking at his stats. All I'm right. just knowing from what I know about him as a player, what I've heard about him from the Brewers. I think that he's a decent fielder who has a little bit of pop in his bat. I like him as an option over Arroyo and Reyes and Chang at second base. You get Trevor Story back at shortstop. I think that helps the infield. As long as they didn't give up too much, I think he could help the team. However, with that being said, I don't think it helps the team that much because pitching is still the main issue. So, all right, what, um, what do you got on the stats? I'm kind of scared So, now. So, in the past, he, he has been a good player. Uh, 2021, 
112 OPS plus with 23 home runs, 75 RBI. Uh, 2022, 110 OPS plus, 16 homers. This year, 20 games. Uh, missed a lot due to injury. Numbers Is he healthy on- right now? Because if they got another hurt guy, I'm going to um, lose him. Yeah, he's hurt. Is he actually? Yep. Is he... Or it's got a, another wait, Mondesi. Wait, 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 Um, a lot of power to the pull side, so definitely a Fenway bat. Is he um, a switch hitter or just righty? No, he's just righty. Um, they they do like him over there. He's definitely a fan favorite. He's also twenty six, which is nice. Uh, so uh, he last played. He was June optioned. 28th. He was optioned. Oh, great! That's great. Because on the year, um, twenty games. 145 average. Oh, awesome. 535 OPS, 51 OPS plus. Spectacular. 20 games. Say what you will. How's he been doing in AAA? Oh, 233 average. Nice. 724 OPS. My Actually, my question here is, is this a minor league deal technically? Because if he's in the minor leagues, can you just send him to Worcester? Because if that's the case, like, I mean, look, yeah. I'll, I'll take it, right? I don't really want this guy on the major league roster, though, because, like, especially since... He's a 4.7 million salary per year right now. A lot of trades are still coming through, so we'll see. Heimblum is supposed to talk at 6.15. It's currently 6.21, and we've got nothing right now. This is this is pretty ridiculous. Um, looking through his fielding, he... All right, here he is on a Zoom call on Nesson here. How do we get on the Zoom call? <laughs> yeah. Hey, send us the link. The the three teams who are occupying the wild card spots, you currently are fourth place in the wild card. Uh, the three teams ahead of you, Tampa Bay, obviously they're a pretty good team. They made a big move getting Savali. He's going to be great for them, in my opinion. Then Houston, they got Justin Verlander. They might be the winners of the trade deadline. And then Toronto, who you've had their number, but look, Toronto... Uh, they uh, their closer Jordan Romano gets hurt, Bo Bichette gets hurt. So what do they do? Two days or a day after the injury, they get a shortstop in Paul DeYoung. They filled their gaps. Pretty cool, huh? And they works? get a closer in Jordan Hicks. Are they amazing moves? No, I don't think DeYoung is a special player by any means. He might be a bench bat for them when Bichette is healthy. So that move, whatever. But Jordan Hicks. Good player. He's a good pitcher. He bolsters the bullpen. You can never complain about getting too many good bullpen arms at the deadline. And that's what they did. It's not much, but it's enough to hold hold themselves two and a half games in front of you. Uh, we have uh, our first quote from Bloom here, just like we predicted. We're on the phone near constantly today. We really like what we're building. We've seen it now. Understanding we're underdogs, we just tried to stay true to that. That is the most ridiculous line I have ever heard. Understanding we're underdogs, we want to stay true to that. What? What? What does that even mean? That's like, oh, we didn't actually feel like doing anything. We're going to be un- underdogs. Oh, uh, he did. Con- Bloom does confirm that he is, that Luis Arias is the only one at the deadline. Um, and look, it's such a wishy-washy move. Very, very low risk, but very, very low ceiling. That's so stupid right there. That that little graphic, like Heimblum's face, big on the screen. Red Sox acquire infielder Luis Urias from the Brewers. This is their big move. 
<clears throat> 20 minutes past the deadline. Hey, guys, we got someone. You got a uh, minor league infielder who's batting 150 in the majors this year. Hasn't played since June 28th, yet you still only have three starters in your rotation. I'm at a loss of words, honestly. Another quote. This is crazy. <clears throat> quote, we've got to do deals that make sense. We were engaged in a lot of different players. Just because someone would be a great addition doesn't mean it's a good trade. Everything he says is just ridiculous. Like it, I, He sounds like an AI. Everything he says has no substance to it. It's just like you said. It's a politician talking, giving a news conference. Everything he says is just smoke and mirrors. A lack of a lack of action like this tells me that he's not on the hot seat. Because if that or he just screwed it up, maybe. But in all honesty, I, want, I have. I a, want the ownership I, to explain I've, this. Move. I have a really hard time. They no, won't I do want, it. They don't talk to the. Fans I know John anymore. Henry won't, but I, at least I want Sam Kennedy to say something about this. I want Tom Warner to say something about this. I want to hear from them. Like, is this okay with them? Is this really what they wanted? Luis Urias and no one else? Minor league infielder, you didn't fix pitching? You didn't really supplement your players with anyone? I mean, Luis Urias is a slight upgrade over Yu Chang, but Bloom he on the can't pitching really market, play the shortstop. The pieces we are most interested in, most aggressive on, are the guys who could not only come in and contribute but grow with us. Did not end up with a, <laughs> with a match on any of those pieces. That's like a glorified way of him describing his Tinder experience or something. <laughs> I am so tired of Heim Bloom's whole the future, our vision for the future, grow with us. That whole thing, it's ridiculous. Because you have a shot to win this year. Why don't you try to go for it and win this year? You're not going to wreck your team by trying to win. It's okay. Trade some minor leaguers and get some guys to fill some gaps. You can hold on to Meyer. You can hold on to Rafaela. You I can don't hold remember, on. I don't remember a time to Blaze Jordan. You can keep these guys and you can still go for win- what we- the underdog thing is ridiculous. What the underdog thing is, what he just said is basically this is a team that we didn't expect to win much this year. Now they're winning. We still don't believe that they're going to do much else. Let's just see what they do. Let's let them keep doing their thing. Don't touch them and see what happens. That's ridiculous. There's just no feel on the ground level. They don't, in the front office, these nerds that we have just don't understand the, the, the emotion that baseball holds. Momentum is a real thing. Emotion and morale, that is real. That is something that you can't quantify. When a team is counting down the days to the deadline, excited to see you know, helpful players walk through the door and it just doesn't happen. It's a gut punch. I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to be positive for a second or is that out the window? I don't know. I don't want to see. This is what they do. The Red Sox front office manipulates us. They make us beg for minimal stuff. Because right now, here I am thinking, okay, well, you know what? We're getting Whitlock back. We're getting Hauk back. We're getting Sale. We're getting Story. This could be a pretty good team. But I don't know. I, I, I Look, all I really wanted was one pitcher. If instead of Urias, it was a pitcher, I would have been so much happier. If Whether it was a starter or reliever, I don't even care. But they've been so desperate for pitching this whole season that 
not getting any pitching to help out is it's going to hurt this team because you have injury problems, you have depth problems, and one arm could have really made a difference. Like we said, one arm in the bullpen makes everyone better and gives you another good option to go for, go with when your bullpen's spent and you're trying to keep a game close like last night with Pavetta and Jakes. Or in the rotation, if a guy needs to miss a start or a guy goes down, you have a starter who can fill in so you're not doing the whole opener thing. I know it's worked, but that it's not going to work in the postseason probably. It's not going to work long term. It's just you're lucky right now that it's working. You're lucky right now that Nick Pavetta is a, a beast out of the bullpen because if he wasn't, I don't think the opener thing would really work out too well. And we said last podcast, like, this opener thing, it's been great. Look, if the past the past month, Cora's done a really good job managing this, but this isn't sustainable, and we can see the cracks starting to form. And that's what the deadline was for. That's why we were feeling good. Like, they were able to tread water, and then they could get help in the deadline to bridge the gap to when the rest of your starters come back. But at this point... It kind of feels like a ticking time bomb. Do we have timelines on Whitlock or Hauk? I know Sale not, not concrete. Sale is Sales throwing in a tonight. week. Yeah, he's going tonight, and then one more next week, and then I think he's I, back. I know he needs to rehab, but just get Trevor Story up already. Dude's having him play like it, twenty games he's, down there. Uh, coming back on Friday. Yeah, he doesn't want to go to Seattle. Seattle's nice, I've heard. Go out there, field some ground balls, so that we're not making errors out there. I don't know. Your Japanese lesson of the week. Here's how you say this sucks in Japanese. That was your Japanese lesson of the week. So whenever someone asks you your thoughts on this trade deadline, you can say that. All right. Um, Hope you enjoyed this mess of uh, a trade uh, deadline episode. All right. See you next time on the In The Dugout Podcast. (laughs) 